0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Wise Talk. This is our sixth episode. That's crazy to say. Uh, it, it just seems like yesterday that we started this podcast talking about things that we care about and uh, trying to delve deeper into why things happen. Now, I think that's pretty important for this episode because this episode is all about incentives why do people do what they do? I think the easiest place to start is what we incentivize people to do. So that comes down to things like on a personal level, what are the incentives to make certain decisions? But then also on a business level, you know, what types of tax breaks do we need to be giving? What types of uh, funding do we need to be giving to small businesses? Um, Things like this are really important to how the world works around us. And I think it's one of the greatest ways that we can make a big change um, in our society. So buckle in it's time for the sixth episode okay
1: but i think this could also be a opportunity to re not re-establish, but reevaluate the way our economy is based it's based all on people working right yes and slowly and slowly we're seeing that the jobs that are automated are fine the jobs that are done by machines will never never have to worry about no pandemic ever. Mhm. Do you think we should start moving towards an economy that is less based off of work and more based off of something else? Therefore it won't ever crash if another pandemic would have to you know come. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like anyways, jobs are becoming less done by people, more done by like robots and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, where are those jobs going to go? How is our economy going to get inf- impacted by that? And if that's the future, should our economy change? I think well, it'd be tough
0: to have an economy that is like low contact entirely.
1: Not even like low contact, but like what do you. <laughs> if everything is becoming automated, don't mm-hmm. you think our job based economy is like dwindling? Yeah. I mean, yes. it's going to turn to services like
0: S- doing things for other people.
2: Yeah.
1: But like all jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like
0: Yeah, facts. I
2: get I get what you're saying and I I definitely think that's something like um like Andrew Yang talks about this. Mm. You know, he talks about like job automation and mm-hmm. I think it's definitely something we have to pay attention to, but like what you, I feel like let me I right, let me try to break down what you're saying. I feel like what you're saying is in a way we have to find a way where we don't base our economic needs and values on work. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, you're saying like we'd have to fundamentally rethink the way we look at money. Right.
1: Kinda because not just money specifically, but like,
2: because like if, so the economy is an exchange of goods, Mm right? Right. If we don't have workers or if we're not working, it becomes a question of what do we exchange for what? Right. Right. So if none of us are working and we're, and we're still using something like the dollar and mm-hmm. we're printing the dollar and that's just what's going on, how do we value the dollar? I think that's the big question. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: definitely. I
0: see what you're It's interesting. Well, fuck. I mean, this just going to be in a simulation soon enough. <laughs> Yeah. All these movies got me crazy. Like, I mean, there will be virtual worlds soon. And then think about like Ooh, remember like RuneScape thought. trading and stuff? Like virtual currencies? Virtual currencies aren't necessarily just Bitcoin. Yeah. Like people have made plenty of yeah. money off Counter Strike skins. That's true. And other valuable in game rare items.
1: People like, become their own currency. Somehow. Like like slaves. <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, not someone it? owning other people in that sense, but like your so? values based off of which, what you do. Not Oh, isn't there a crazy like Black Mirror episode about that? Kind of. like, where, like, like
0: people can see status. their, va- their yeah. social status thing. Yeah. yeah what okay. Are,
2: so I have a question there. here, right? Let's say, let's say like 85% of our jobs become automated. Okay. They could. Yeah. Right.
1: Maybe not mm-hmm. before we die, but.
2: Let's maybe. say 85% of our jobs become automated.
1: That, you know what I mean? So like why not say
2: that? I feel like that's kind of what you're saying is yeah. So like the way I see it is like I guess unless we have some crazy sort of change, what would keep me from buying a farm and just living on my farm and being self and not adding anything to the world?
0: Sometimes sometimes I think it's gonna die like regress to that at some point. Like it seems yeah. like if everything goes in a cycle, if, like a human, like if we started as hunter-gatherers, at some point, we're going to fuck it up so bad that we go back <laughs> to
1: hunter-gatherers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's possible. I, mean, I think so. But think really hunter-gatherers. Yeah. I feel like we've already done that. Why, be do, why do you think that? Because I feel like we've had... And when I say we, like the human race, we've had knowledge once before and that we lost. And because of that, we've kind of reverted and had to work our way back up to what we know now, in a way.
2: But you think we've reverted back to hunter-gatherer?
1: No, I mean, before we are at the point we are now, yeah. Like, okay, what I'm thinking of is, like, ancient Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just take the fact that they knew that there were, was it seven planets in the solar system? I don't know. They There's, like, hieroglyphs right. of eight, every planet, right? Right. They did. How did they know some- that? They had some kind of technology or something... Mm-hmm giving them that knowledge but since they got wiped off the face of the earth because of natural cataclysmic cataclysmic events and other mm-hmm. stuff like that we just lost that knowledge so mm-hmm. we kind of reverted back to a uh, hunter-gatherer but now we're kind of the timeline now that we know we are fucking worked our way through slavery we're now in the technology age
2: mm-hmm. so
1: I think something's going to happen where yeah we're just going to Everything we learn now is going to get fucking wiped off the face of the earth again, and we're going to have to restart. Yeah, know? the
2: thing... I don't know how long it'll be, though. Yeah, the yeah. thing with that is we'd almost have to wipe out all of the people. Well, it wouldn't be
1: us. It could be another cataclysmic event. That's... Then we just all happen, be dead. It's going to happen. The sun's going to blow up at some point.
2: Yeah. A, who knows then, how you
1: know this global warming? But then thing. we're all
2: dead. I don't think there's a restarting there. Alright. think are about all, all right. Look a hundred
1: years from now, if the global warming continues the way it's going now, we're beat. We're everybody's fucked. Mm-hmm. A whole no, but not even our species. A lot of fucking species on Earth. Oceans will rise a lot. Yep. Everything's fucked. So maybe after a while, somehow people survive because they survived the other one. Um, they would just restart as a hunter and gatherer.
0: All right, so put some respect on Earth's name, rather than polluting like crazy.
2: Meanwhile, I straight pipe my car. Fucks, but so um, I think you brought up an interesting initial point because I think we kind of. I feel like at the point we just arrived at, there is no more conversation because we are we're all dead, at that point. But it's interesting to think thing to think about. Are you saying we
0: could just be like fucking Wall-E on a spaceship somewhere in a. Simulation. I think that's
1: what Elon Musk is moving towards, but I want to low key, yeah. What you're saying, yeah.
2: So, do you think we should start, like, re? Do you think we need to start thinking about the way we're valuing money now, and the way where the the whole economic system works now?
1: It's not a bad uh, place to start, given what we know what will happen to the economy when we are not working these jobs.
2: Okay, so like scenario. We have a huge global economic crisis in the next year. Yeah, just random scenario, Uh maybe not Um, (laughs) really. Heard that before. So that would be a great time for us to think. Okay, what are we doing moving forward? Right. So, what do you like? What do you think we should start thinking about there in terms of the way money works? And the way our system works.
1: I think it's kind of, you got to look at it like money as like petroleum or oil. It's not right now. The way it's running is not sustainable. And it's going to cause a cataclysmic event. (laughs) So we got to find ways to make it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like we got to find ways to improve on what we have right now or else we're going to fucking be the only reason for our downfall. Yeah. Find a new value system. Yeah.
2: What do you think, Isaac?
0: I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, like, I mean, you would have to reevaluate your entire value system, which mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be hard from human nature standpoint to reevaluate because people like things. Yeah. Always have, always will probably like things. So then, in, when your your whole economy is based around making things or services, which is kind of purchasing. At least you know it's not a thing, but yeah, like a service is a little separate from like making a good because like that those are kind of the two sides. Either make a good, a physical product, or you do something for somebody else and they pay you for that. And then obviously money is like a tangible object for now, <laughs> until mm-hmm. it's all digital. So then like, I mean, to me, there's only really two things that are worth value is either something that you that someone else has that you don't have. So you have to trade them something they respect as currency to get that thing or something that you want done that you can't do yourself because you either lack the knowledge or the ability or the capital or something. Mm. So then how do you how do you how do you convince people that there's another way to do that other than exchanging some form of currency? Like, what would the currency be like? Would it be like an emotional currency? Would it be like a overall quality of life type of currency? Like, it'd be
1: like a, such a weird currency. I think the cryptocurrency is like kind of a beginning to that. I mean, it's still got, you know, same a lot of the same values yeah. as the fucking currency we're running off of now. It'd be digital. But like, like yep. what is it backed in? Because to me, crypto is still
0: backed in. I need something to represent a certain amount of good or a certain amount of service exactly. that I want. So like it still represents some sort of like it, it if even if you're not based in gold, right? Say yeah. gold is your thing that you're saying is worth something. You're basing it in whatever you want to buy. My like an iPhone 12. Right. You know what I mean? That's worth I don't know how many bitcoins. Probably a quarter of a bitcoin or something. <laughs> I don't know what it's worth right now. But like I don't know cuz you're you're what I think we're talking about is a really core change in valuation system. Mm. Which could happen for sure, especially if we fuck something up big time like hunter gatherers valued the earth like take like native americans they valued the earth over everything they were very intelligent but they came off as almost primitive because of how they valued everything Mm -hmm. everything was anyone else's they owned their land right but they didn't own it they were on it right you know what i mean so then they didn't even have a value system their value system was entirely like living Mm -hmm. And, and like they hardly had Like, a chief wasn't necessarily, like, an all ruler. Like, people were just allowed to do whatever the fuck they wanted to. Like, they were just living on the land. If they were able to sustain themselves, then sure, like, people would have conversations. But there wasn't really a whole lot of value trading. It was a lot of, maybe, knowledge trading.
2: Mm -hmm. But Yeah, that's true.
1: So, maybe, I mean, maybe it would just be useful to just go back and look at history. Definitely. I don't know. Maybe we can find something out there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, basically, I think what we're talking about, like I just said, is the like you ever just think about why money works. Right. Because we've agreed that this thing that I'm giving you has value. Right. That's what the whole system is based on. Mm -hmm. And so kind of what you just got into, it kind of plays into like the wealth gap. Right? Because now you have like these people who are producing an insane amount of goods that people want. And then they end up with a bunch of the capital. And then in turn, they can create all these robots, whatever, and automate large portions of their jobs and tasks that need to be done. And so I think that's where that issue kind of stems. And. That's kind of the question is like, you know, where do we, like, is this working? And it's a deeply rooted question. (laughs) You have me, I'm thinking about, I'm really trying to like, think about this. It's hard to
1: like go down one alleyway with this one. Yeah. The one thing I would say that I would
0: believe is that no one is going to change their mind on using currency until something
2: really fucking bad happens exactly until we have this problem that we need to like yeah. hunger right yeah if we're all going hungry all of us
0: we're gonna reevaluate but until then why would we change mm-hmm. there's gonna be too many people especially in america they're like oh well fuck i'm fine off you know what i mean yeah. I, I got it good so let's keep using this dollar thing like it would have to take a serious crash or a serious yeah, we worldwide need, problem to we, re-evaluate need cur- like we need we need
2: currency like yeah. we need
0: currently oh yeah, yeah currently for sure yeah. <laughs> Like, to me, to get, especially, like say if you were saying the Native uh, Americans were like the ideal, right? They didn't really have a currency. They didn't really have a government. They didn't have anything. They were just on the land. Mm. There were so few of them on this entire continent, you know what mm-hmm, I Kind of yeah. thing. When the Europeans got to be like, wow, like, they have so much <laughs> land to themselves. Like, we have too many people to do that right now on Earth. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah you to can't, do what? You, have land? For to, to, to live like that. There's no way. Like, we have people stacked on top of each other in skyscrapers just to fit them in an area. Like, if we had, say, like, if we took per capita the number of Native Americans and per capita the number of people now, there's no way. You couldn't spread. There is not enough land on Earth to spread them out Mm -hmm. as much as they would need to to work that way.
2: See, I don't think that's true.
0: There are 7 billion people on earth you couldn't spread them out enough to be to work like a native american because you need that much land as one person to cultivate the land properly and sustainably yeah
2: it's funny well we talk uh, we're talking about this and then the book he literally talks about this how there's like 90 percent of land in the u.s that's untouched untouched. yeah
1: but we just fucking choose to stay in these heavily heavily yeah like think about cities i agree with
0: that but what I'm saying is that like the native Americans were spread pretty evenly across the entire United States and they were very much not populated into these cities. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not saying that you couldn't spread people out more. I'm saying that to get to the point where you could have a person have enough land to cultivate it properly, sustainably and make, not be hungry and do all these things. I think we have too many people right now to do that without the technology that we've derived. That's the whole point of having really like advanced farms and, Like, you don't have, like, necessarily a local butcher anymore. You go to Smithfield Pork or whatever because they have a plant that processes all this stuff because we have so many people. You couldn't sustainably put pork on the table like a Native American or another, like, tribe would in the same fashion. Does that make sense? Yeah. We've pushed technology around it so that it works, but in reality, we have... Too many people to make that happen. But it's not
1: sustainable, which is the whole issue behind everything.
2: (laughs) What's not sustainable, though? All of this. You cannot do this. The way we're factory
1: farming. Yeah.
2: Well, because we take more from the land
0: than it's able to give us, no matter what. So, like, say, if you take Native Americans as nominal, I don't know all that much about it, but I know that, like, at least what they were doing wasn't hurting the land nearly as much as we hurt it, because we're taking as much as we can. So the only thing we can do is develop a technology that gives back as much as we get, but inherently with a system, if you if you're taking something, there's inefficiency in the system that it will never get back. And if you're trying to give back to the land, say like carbon dioxide, right? They have things where that you can give back a pretty good amount of um, like oxygen by taking carbon dioxide with like pretty advanced systems, right? But they're not 100% efficient. So if we're taking something, and then 20% of it goes to shit and then we try to give back but 20% of that then your total is like you know way more than that so like there's no way to be sustainable unless you let it like the like there's a certain amount that the land can keep up with but there's a certain amount that we're overtaking from it so okay it would take a pretty serious technology to keep pace with everything i think is my the, argument no i see what you're saying interesting yeah.
1: breakdowns is when you like show uh, they have those grass where it's like the resources it takes to grow and feed a yes. cow until slaughter yeah, and it's like millions of gallons of water—not millions, but I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I forgot the exact yeah. graph I saw, but it's it was a like a lot. Tons of gallons of water, tons of ga- uh, pounds of food, just to eat what, like a fucking, what, couple a, hundred a pound animal? Yeah. You know what I mean? That we don't, we don't even, don't even use. Even eat. We don't even yeah, eat all most of it. it. We just use the tender cuts and then and throw it away. Yeah, You ever we think of make it this?
0: into dog dog kibble or something.
2: Isn't it crazy to think about how this just works somehow? For
1: now though, that's the thing. It's it only works for now.
2: Yeah, but we still have managed to somehow for now make this work.
1: Our technology's really good. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. But it but it that one thing that it that you cannot figure out at the end is yeah. your your equation is not zero. What is it? Zero sum fallacy. <laughs> yes. The whole world is a zero sum fallacy or whatever. From that book,
2: yeah, that's true. It's not it's, possible. We're looking at it from a very like narrow lens a lot of the time. Like we're yeah. we're so concentrated on. I'm this. talking
0: like, net of the entire Earth. We don't have enough natural resources to support what we have as a system yeah, that's right true. now. How we have it with the number of people, and especially because you see the populations rising because our medicine's better and we're able to like we've evolved to the point where we're past evolution, which is weird because we can support people that normally would have died, and we can keep them alive, you know, outside of that. And, like, sure, more people die from, like, car accidents and technologies, but that's way less than people that would have gotten mauled by a fucking cougar <laughs> in the wilderness or would have yeah. died of hunger because they, it was a cold winter that year and their crops died.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you go to the grocery store and, oh, well, my crops didn't die, did they? Like, no, somebody's didn't around the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the, the global economy helps a lot, but... Oh. It also lets us take a whole lot more than we can get back currently.
2: Wow, that's an extremely hard problem to solve.
0: It it isn't solvable. It is not a solvable problem at our current thing. We have too many inputs and not enough outputs for that thing to be solved. It
1: starts with change, but there's never really a good time for change. It takes things work the way they work. It takes
2: so much coordination with everybody. Yeah, to get even close, like um, like for one in our country. We have to figure our shit out and yeah. then we figure other stuff out. But like, yeah. Think about how much trouble we're having during that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like then you think of the scope. Seven billion is like an incomprehensible number <laughs> to think of like the amount of people. Pe- like
0: Individuals with thoughts. How many thoughts do you have a day? Okay. Times seven billion. <laughs> like yeah, how many thoughts happen a day? Try to align yeah. a few of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. <that's laughs> like, that's crazy. It's super tough.
0: <laughs> I think to me the first place to start, if we're trying to get better, is the clean energy because I think that's the biggest thing that's hurting us right now. Yeah, so overall th- net damage to the climate because the climate affects our food, it affects everything, everything. else. Yeah, everything. I think so. And I, so to I me, think that, balance that, then figure out the whole natural resource taking thing. I think
2: maybe. even before that, it starts with like the individuals yes. and wanting to get to this. You yes. know, because if we don't even if we're not even thinking about something it's not you know it's not going to happen so mm-hmm. we need people to, to at least like care how many people do you think that you talk to in a, in a day
0: could give a solid argument for a clean energy policy what do you mean like how many people do you think even understand what the options are for clean energy or mm-hmm. what the implications of a certain clean energy are that you could talk to right now not fucking many. Fucking nobody. I mean, mm. Barely me. Barely. That's what I'm saying. Like you understand that it's a, it's a possibility and like right, you know, know what clean energy is. But the thing the thing to me, like, I mean, what I put on my ballot too, right? What I, what, One thing I was looking for in a candidate was did they have a stance on clean energy? If you don't have a stance, that means you don't care about it to me. And then if you're, you know, a lot of people, if they have a stance, it's a good one, right? If they don't have a stance, they don't really care. So then I immediately am like a little thrown off of that. Like obviously there's a lot more yeah. things to vote on, but like for me the big thing coming in the next fifty years or so is going to be a reckoning with our climate and with Mother Earth yes, of like look 100%. bro, you're hurting me <laughs> like <laughs> bad, and yeah. I I hope people recognize and I hope people don't think it's a scam because you can't keep taking from something no. and expect it not to pop exactly like the stock market exactly like this. It's the dumbasses that sit there and think they can just keep take, take, take and not have to give anything back.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's like it's like it's like putting engine like uh oil in your car. You, you have know? to. You have to It's d- not an option. <laughs> like, it's
0: not a I think this is a conspiracy that my car will fucking blow up if I don't put oil in it. It will <laughs> blow up. And just
2: like <laughs> And it's so like it's just like don't shit where you eat, you know? <laughs> It's like if you could just break it down to that simple matter, like, dude, at least take care of this, what we have. Like, yeah, once we like that's what I'm saying. It comes down to we need to realize that we need to to start thinking about this, you know,
1: mm.
2: um, aggressively, too, because we're yeah. behind. Yeah.
0: Like there's no panic to me. And that's upsetting because like we're, we're not ahead. Yeah. It's not like we can. Oh, we'll fix it in a week. This takes years of engineering and innovation and research to get it right Mm -hmm. because you can get it wrong too and do more harm than good. Like electric cars, everyone's like, oh, that's going to change. Yeah, it'll change like air pollution a lot, but it costs a lot to make those battery cells and it's very environmentally damaging to recycle them when they're done. We haven't thought about life cycle of these things. Where do you put the batteries that you've made when they're done?
1: Mm.
0: That's poisonous shit. True. And there's going to be a lot of them yeah like thinking about that whole life cycle i'm sure tesla's thought about it like that's part of what being a corporation is but we th- maybe that's worse than having a gas car for the whole time i don't know probably isn't but yeah. you know what i mean like there's a lot of considerations it's not overnight oh cool we'll just throw money at it right there's a limit yeah. of talented people able to think at that level not yeah. just time or and it, money or and whatever. it's so
2: hard too because like it goes back to literally everything we we're just talking about because it we have to al- somehow align all of these values yeah. to focus on the, the shit that, that matters, that we need to do. And whether that's clean energy or whether that's just like feeding the people that are not fed, you know, yep. somehow we have to align what we value as society. We have to align it economically, socially, some fucking how and then make it work and that's very tricky and it's so tricky and like yeah yeah. i
1: think if people knew or were more aware of the stakes in in like how it could lead to our inevitable downfall yeah
0: i mean we could talk about we were talking about education first like how many people so i took an environmental like I took, was it AP Environmental or something they called it in high school? Yeah, but it was like it was all about this, right? Like the environment. And there was a whole section on sustainability. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't like, first of all, to get into an AP class, you had to be above wow. average for your counselor to even allow you to go there. Yeah, that wasn't It's me. not really taught in the general curriculum. You take an environmental science class that like briefly goes over it, but it's not a very convincing mm-hmm. argument. And then like you get past college, and, or some people don't even go to college. College, you might learn a little bit more about it but probably not still (laughs) like you'd still have to go out of your way to find it. It's not forced on you. Like, I don't Mm. understand why that's not something that people are being told in schools of Mm -hmm. like, look, here's how carbon emissions work. Here's how many there are. Here's what it does to our atmosphere. Like those are things that you can't argue.
1: Mm.
0: You can't say, Oh, carbon doesn't do that. It's like, no, like that's how carbon reacts with that to make, you know, ozone. Like,
2: you know, (laughs) and you know what bothers me? Like almost the most, about all this shit is somehow somehow this has become political like almost like one side believes this
1: dude it's wild right?
2: what becomes political and what doesn't and like
1: just it's wild what comes be- like I was just talking about how's insurance commissioner a democrat or a republican like how is insurance political like what it shouldn't matter
0: yeah it, it didn't, didn't begin that way it shouldn't matter it should be a very logical argument yeah That both sides understand and maybe you don't agree on how to get there. That Mm -hmm. should be a political problem is how to get there. The problem shouldn't be a political problem. The problem shouldn't be
1: the problem. It should should be a fact.
0: Here's what's going wrong. And then both of you guys give me an argument on what do you think we should do to solve it. It shouldn't be a, oh, doesn't exist. Like bullshit, it doesn't exist. It's like, dude, I got <laughs> that. motherfucker, I got facts to show you. Yeah, it's like, okay, well okay, fine. You're ignoring the problem. Yeah. So that's your solution. Yes. All right. What's your what's your idea? You know, and then you only get one idea and it might not be good. Yeah.
1: Mm. Fucking sucks.
0: Yeah. The more ideas you get, the better your your solution.
2: Exactly. It's a fact. It's just math.
0: There's a reason there's think tanks and things in yeah. like Silicon Valley for ideas. Like one guy is not gonna come up with the greatest shit. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a group. Honestly, group.
2: we got to start doing that here. What so, do you mean here? In Raleigh. Like Yeah, facts. I feel like we very, could fa- facilitate this stuff. There's
0: actually mm-hmm. a couple of interesting like clean energy companies in Raleigh, but they're not kind of they're much more I don't know. They're 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 at a different level and it's much more unique. Their solution to it is not like a widespread thing, but
2: Yeah. Mm, but like that's what I'm saying, things. like you you need somehow we need to make this to where economically it looks um, like appealing. You know? I think that to say one thing that I I
0: really did like about something I read about Joe Biden was that his incentive plan for green energy stuff. Like that's the only way you're going to get businesses to, to open to do these things. If there's no incentive for them to probably go into a lot of debt to research this mm-hmm. you're not going to get new businesses you're going to have the same guys that already started yeah. that are making money like you need new businesses to push to push themselves but then also the big businesses that might have sat back on their laurels because they're already profitable where they're at
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. like new small businesses push r&d hard because that's the only way they're going to break through that that barrier because mm-hmm. they don't have the scale mm-hmm. so yeah. i don't know you need you need somebody to say look this is what we're doing here's the money figure it out. You know what I mean?
2: And they need they also need to be able to be rewarded. And that's another that's another tricky part of the equation is like you know they have to be incentivized and they also people I feel like a lot of the times, especially when it gets to things like that, is like people undermine the entrepreneur in this. And not just the entrepreneur, but like the people that were there from the jump that put so much time mental stress and effort into these issues and then we want to shit on them for like if something were- like like look at elon okay mm-hmm. this is a man that is trying to change the world and regardless of you know some things he does i mean look at what happened when puerto rico got killed you know he was he was Basically, powering the city. Do you guys know about this? I did not. Did not know he basically powered like large portions of Puerto Rico. You know, because he was able to, because he p-
0: has that exactly. He has you know the I mean? capital
2: to be able yeah. to do all these things. When like at, you look at like government, and I'm sorry to you know make it this way, but they're not gonna do that. Like it takes so long for them to make this decision. You know, so these people need to be able to have the capital and i that's why it's tricky is because like you know like financial institutions are not doing this kind of stuff you know and so that's where you look at it's like okay well maybe they shouldn't be incentivized to do what they're doing you know maybe we got to change up how it works a little bit but look at elon again and with tesla and maybe you know the battery disposal and and the plants are not the safest way but at least he made these cars look cool you know, And that right. sounds really dumb, but think about... It a huge selling point for cars. Exactly. They looked stupid. They Electric did. Electric cars looked terrible. They did. Nobody wanted to buy
0: one because they looked like crap. I don't know why they didn't make them look good, but they <laughs> tried to make them look too futuristic and they looks like dog shit. Yeah. And Elon's like, look, here, make it look more like a 5 Series or and something. And
2: people want to buy it. People, yeah. want to, people want to buy it out of pure um, ego now, which is... A Nothing good thing. to
0: do with yeah, but exactly like he was he was able to not only make an electric car cool but make it like a clout object. Yeah, uh, exactly. You got the Tesla, it's like saying, Yeah, I have a beamer or yeah, I have a thing. And it's not I mean it's a luxury car, but it's nowhere near as luxurious as an S Class. Yeah. But people flex it like it's an S class. Yeah. Even if you got the Model Three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm saving the environment, bitch. What?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's super cool to yeah. see that happen. And it's just because if somebody out there came up with an innovative product that met what the market wanted and then also had at their core belief something they really believed in. And yeah. people, people latch on to that because, like, you know, maybe the first Teslas people weren't – obviously they, they had no clout when they first came out, the Model S. The people that bought it then were like, this is a really cool thing. It looks luxurious and I want to help the environment. Mm-hmm. And now it's been able to transition over yeah. to everybody wants a Tesla.
2: And think about – look, Elon had the balls to do this, okay? He made a good amount of money. money. He made money in PayPal. And then, you know, he went into Tesla. I think he has something in between PayPal and Tesla. But um, the first Tesla failed. Okay, It was cool. It was cool. It was the Lotus body. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the Roadster. It was dope. And it failed. But he didn't stop, right? He also had the capital to not stop. Yeah, which is true. But now look like where it's at. And yes, Tesla is great, but look at, look at uh, the Chevy Volt. Look at the Nissan Leaf. It pushed them to make a better fucking exactly. car because
0: their car sucked.
2: Before. Exactly,
1: it we sucked. have competition. Yeah, Tesla now is fucking scared of what Volkswagen, I think, or um... dude, Volkswagen. They got that,
0: the, that... the new Lucid Air is a cool one coming out.
2: The Hummer, the Hummer, oh, yeah, they, a yeah. Hummer, a
0: Hummer, twelve hundred
2: horsepower, all electric.
0: Yeah, because they looked at the market like, – like these big businesses can sit on – like think about all the bailouts that had to happen in the 2000s of these like American car companies because the Japanese car companies kicked their ass.
2: Yes. And yes. it forced
0: them to be like, yo, what in the world? And now guess what? The Mustang is probably one of the best-selling, best-for-your-money sports cars you can buy in America right now. Yeah. All day.
2: The Mustang and, yeah. in
0: 2001, no offense to anyone that owns them, they were not great compared to the market because they were getting waxed by a supra or a gtr or yeah. anything from
2: overseas in japan and now look and mercedes that mercedes s-class the the new one fantastic that thing is a i mean it's Mer- a lot of yeah. money it's a lot of money and
0: mercedes was in a hole in like what 2004 and 5 their shit was not that good and, and then bmw too,
2: just straight up not that good mm-hmm. and look at the look at okay so look at again it goes back to the incentives right we bailed these companies out and they still didn't innovate yeah until no. they were pushed to innovate yeah now they realize this is serious this 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 electric car thing is not a joke anymore mm-hmm. someone did it and they proved it could be done and that's what we need we need more people rising up and we need the ability for them to be able to try these things true and that's that's where it's tricky to me. That's and, where government starts to come in,
1: and I also think education and education. Yes.
2: True, you
0: need more people interested in these things because yeah. who knows? Like, there are really talented engineers that end up going in normal ass engineer positions because then they never have that spark. That's like, oh, that's the coolest thing that I've heard of ever because they mm-hmm. never hear it. It takes so much, yeah. like, to find that.
2: It takes people with guts, yeah, that's what it takes. That's what it comes down to. It, it, it comes down to the people, and then. The ability Ray Dalio says this a lot. Mm. Um, he like he, he's he's really working on things like this, and at least putting the words, the thoughts out there mm-hmm. that we need, you know, equal opportunity, and we need people to have the ability to fail. Um, damn, I wish I knew what he said. The exact quote. I kind of know what you're talking about though. To fail. What is it? To fail. Up. Uh, is that what you're know. talking about? But to fail and not just be completely in the shitter, you know, mm-hmm. to fail and be able to come back, like be able bad. to come back, yeah, yeah, without necessarily like a bailout type plan, because mm-hmm. bailouts have their exactly own issues, dude. Yeah. Like, like we were just talking, we talked about the last on the last podcast, mm-hmm. like the bailouts of like the airlines or like stock. How is that kind of exactly? How? But in a way, they're incentivized by this cheap credit by To do the system right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, what does it matter? Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the incentives are definitely out of whack. And I think, you know, for clean energy and stuff, for sure, I think the government could could be giving money to it. Because, like, if if that's something that as a whole America thinks is what we need, then yeah, you got to be able to give the smaller guys some money to figure it Mm -hmm. out because they're going to push the bigger guy, Mm -hmm. especially when they come up with a way better product for a
2: good price. Yeah. And incentivize the bigger guys to go cleaner. Like, yeah. Ta- like like a carbon tax, right? Like for example.
0: Yeah. That's common in Europe. You know, you know my 7 series BMW I used to own. The sport package sold significantly less because the gear ratio in the back pushed it in Europe to a gas guzzler tax that was like double. They didn't Ooh. sell shit. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So in America, they sold fine. And there were barely any sport packages in Europe because they just couldn't they couldn't afford it.
2: And that's the thing is like you that's that's my thing with the government too. coming in is like sometimes I feel like they try to push this one thing and they say, like, what we're going to do is just make this illegal, this other thing or whatever. And yeah. then it's like, I don't know if that's the right way to go about these things. Like, I feel like it's more incentive based. And eventually, who care if if someone is is doing this all for profit? OK, let's say they come up with this great invention and it helps the world out in a great way. Green, whatever. Um, but they, like, they need to, like I was saying before, I guess, like they need to be able to be rewarded. Like you can't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you can't always just punish people, right? Yeah. Um, you can't always just punish catch more and, flies. with What is it? Honey I mean, than something else? Yeah. Then shit. yeah, <laughs> something,
0: like <that. laughs> something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's the other right. way around. Uh, yeah still you need both sides of things just like raising a kid it seems like right you need to know when you got to slap them on the wrist and when you got to tell them they did a good job yeah. like mm-hmm. if you keep if you do one way or the other they're going to turn into a spoiled brat or they're going to turn into someone who has some serious mental problems yeah. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> but then i feel like this kind of also goes back around to what if their incentive is just to get paid get rich should we
2: change the incentive? Who cares? Of money. If though? they, you know
1: if, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but look to a more sustainable valuation. My point.
2: thing is, look, if if they're doing this, because look, whoever solves this this problem of clean energy, it's
1: gonna be fucking
0: if they could, loaded.
2: Exactly. If they <laughs> could make it to where it's valuable, you know, and somehow build a business out of it, who cares if it's for the money? True.
1: But to well, I mean if you're talking about the racial wealth gap or racial wealth gap, the wealth gap uh, then I mean that's gonna be a big issue in that
0: That's true that's a tough one. for me for me in a business well, it seems like yeah. the businesses that are most successful are not founded on a, in an effort to make money only. It's an effort to solve a problem that well, yeah you know what I'm saying like that's the big the biggest bit like Tesla of course that they are trying to solve a problem first the money comes later. SpaceX, same thing. I don't even yeah, know if yeah. SpaceX actually makes any money. No, they make no money. They make like no money, but they, they have a lot of money because a lot of people are willing to push that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that's the thing. The wealth gap's an interesting one because that one doesn't seem to have a huge business opportunity. The only thing you could do is well, maybe incentivize businesses to hire people of a certain like uh, background or yeah. Uh, but then that's but, but that's then tricky. but then you're yeah. But then you're you might not get the most qualified person mm-hmm. for the position because you're limiting it. Like
2: there's so many different things. That mm-hmm. one's a very yeah, Very like a
0: tricky thing to figure
2: out. Yeah. But then it's ins- like, OK, who wants to pay more taxes? No one. Right.
0: I don't think anyone on Earth wants to pay more taxes.
2: So like if I incentivize this company, um, maybe not take away their ability to do this this thing. But like you hit them where it hurts. Right. These these companies that are emitting a lot of carbon, like the carbon tax. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell them, don't. Use carbon. You don't, you know, you don't got to tell them that because then they're going to have to fire thousands and thousands of people and not have an immediate solution. But when you incentivize them to go greener mm-hmm. and to push these better routes, like, okay, yeah, here's how it can affect your taxes and the money you make.
0: Any business person's going to go, oh, well, it would be much cheaper if exactly. we got rid of that and, and then that's, they put money into it. Yeah. That's
2: what I'm trying to say. I, I hope it didn't come out as me saying like to incentivize greed. But, like, I get what you're saying, though. You know, because mm-hmm. you need growth. Yeah. You need that money so that you can reinvest. So, incentivize the reinvestment. Don't take away, you know, I, I see know. what you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm with it 100%. Yeah.
2: I think it's a really good way to get businesses to change is to,
0: is to tax certain things. Mm-hmm. Don't just throw a tax on the heads of businesses exactly. that doesn't do exactly. anything. Exactly. Throw a tax on the things that you don't like about the business. And I think that like a much more targeted tax on a very specific, like that, like carbon emissions. If you're over this percent, carbon emissions, your tax, like, and make it fucking heavy or something like that. Yeah. Right? Like you're double the tax if you're over this percent and mm-hmm. like have brackets yeah. to carbon emissions versus having brackets to just amount of money that you make.
2: Yeah, yeah. and then we get like, a spur in, in more entrepreneurs because they're trying to solve this problem, you yeah. know. And then they can also... Hire people to like, you know, mm, yeah, I don't know. But and like an example, right? Trump had this thing where I think he actually got this, this little piece, right? And call can me you, out if I'm full of shit. Fine. But he has good. opportunity zones for real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Real estate and business. Like if you invest in this, this zone mm-hmm. that there's zones across the United States. Yeah. There's a good opportunity now for any of my real estate uh friends. If you can get this right. <laughs> It's really tricky because some of these places are, um, well, they're, none of these places are very nice places. Right. You know, they're places that money shies away from because there might not be a lot of room here to make money. But what they did is they made all these zones where if you invest in these zones, you get huge, huge tax breaks, right? Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's not easy to invest in these zones because they come with a bunch of problems. But at least it incentivizes people to go here because what you have with things like gentrification, the reason why money flees this area is because there's no incentive to reinvest here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so like in this book that we're reading, he talks about that, how the money ends up following into these cities and people get pushed out and we don't fix the problem. We just displace all these people, Mm -hmm. you know, but with things like that, where you could incentivize reinvestment here, in these areas you know Mm -hmm. that's something i think is good yeah
1: yeah i feel like there's never going to be incentives for those people who are getting moved out you know what i mean
2: yeah it is it's hard yeah it's hard for those people in those areas Mm -hmm. because there's a lack of capital and also a lack of knowledge and a lack of good education Mm -hmm. um so that's the issue we gotta solve that that goes back to equal opportunity
1: yeah there's going to be incentives all the way across the board yeah
2: exactly Yeah. yeah Yeah, we need to treat our teachers better. A hundred percent.
1: A lot yeah. of people. yeah. A
2: lot of people,
0: a lot better. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I think that was a good example. Economic, you know, opportunity mm-hmm. zones is pretty cool. Yeah. As far same. as for real estate. Yeah, I'm
2: just trying to. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of solutions instead of just being all. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I just think I think that is a good example though.
0: Yeah. It is interesting when you get people displaced. That's always really hard. 'Cause it's maybe where yeah. they grew up, you know
2: what I mean? Yeah, and if they can't afford to improve this neighborhood, at least let someone be incentivized to improve this neighborhood. Yeah, incentives you know
0: for somebody to build a really, really nice school or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people's or, incentives
1: though are also other people's like down not downfalls, but you know Yeah you know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah that's
2: why it has to be the the so then it's, how do r- you it's tricky that? Yeah, i have mean it's work. tricky yeah you know yeah but the, your hopes would be that these incentives would let's say if opportunity zones worked in like theory theory right because theory is theory mm-hmm. and let's say it worked perfectly and this area has been highly reinvested in um you know housing people have housing that's affordable because that's kind of what it's about you can't you can't just go into an area and build some skyrise because no one's going to live there. No, <laughs> no one's, no one's going to pay the prices to be in this area, especially if there's nothing, if they're trying to revitalize it. yeah. So, like, if it works out perfectly um, and you have this area that had been reinvested in and you have proper businesses, proper affordable housing, uh, you work on the ed- education, um, it benefits everyone. But if the in- incentives are like in the financial sector to take all this cheap money because there's cheap money available and then buy back your own stock because it works and you profit a shit ton of money from it. Of course, you know, there's it's, do it's that. only hurting yeah. the people in the middle and the bottom. Mm. Yeah. So the incentives are tricky. That's, that's the thing about it. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, talk, talking about that book, it's, uh, what
0: is it, Economic Facts and Fallacies mm-hmm. by Thomas Sowell or Sowell. I yeah. think that's what it's called. Yeah. So, like, I think one thing he was pitching was if you do reinvest a lot in, like, a lower-end neighborhood, your end goal is not to push people out of the mm-hmm. lower-end neighborhood. It's to give them a higher-quality product at the same price. Yeah. And then that, as everything in economics goes, is supply and demand. So yeah. you either need to increase the supply of higher-quality products – Or I guess decrease the demand. Yeah, that'd be the only other thing. So no one, you're not going to decrease the demand of a higher quality product. I don't think. So then your supply has to go up. So if no one's reinvesting in this area to create higher quality homes and things, your supply of them is never going to be high enough for them to be able to afford it. Mm. But if every house on the block is of a certain quality, the overall cost of that high, like say like you have a like a really crappy like project house. Next to, obviously, a really, really nice house. That really, really nice house is going to be costing a lot because, in comparison, it's the best one on the block. But if they're all the same on the block, you know, really nice, then ideally it gets down. But it gets really tricky because if you have something that is recently built or reinvested in or, like, really nice, then there's definitely a point when, you know, that project house gets demolished for a nicer house. And there's a transition. And -hmm. that person is displaced for however long it takes to make that yep. transition. And they it just might... go
2: somewhere else. Yeah, I know they
0: go somewhere else, but
2: not in a good way.
0: Right. 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 Okay. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I was a little worried. No, not like, in a good way. Putting someone somewhere They're else displaced. is really tough. Yes. And there's always going to have to be affordable, like homes. But yeah. It's how you go about that and what the quality of an affordable home is like. It's like, what are we willing to live with and how poor, you know, there's ratios, obviously like some people don't even have a house. So yeah. And, and it's tough. Basically.
2: As someone yeah. who's in real estate now, like, and uh, seeing what these investors are doing, bro, there's the incentives for affordable housing are terrible right now. Like, the, there's so many um, regulations and things you got to go through that make it so hard to make money. And like, I know that sounds bad, but like, there's got to be a reason for someone to want to invest here. But when you, when you as a city are, or as a as a as a government are Making it more difficult for people to provide this kind of housing by taking away, you know, what they can earn and not incentivizing it correctly. Like, of course, like these neighborhoods are gonna get run down. No one's gonna wanna pay for repairs because they're not making any money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know? Yeah. Th- that's gotta. You change. gotta
0: decrease your costs somehow to get your balance, your budget. Like, if you, yeah, like you want you want your apartment to cash flow. Or whatever, right? You're rental to cash flow. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you if you can only budget a hundred dollars a month to repairs, when you need a new water heater and a new AC unit to make money, that landlord is never going to buy either of those two things because it doesn't make yeah. any sense to them to exactly. make that thing. And you're already operating at such low margins in like a project neighborhood, as far as like landlords and things like, you can't uh, do anything without I'll- some sort of monetary
2: incentives to change. Exactly. And like right now the way it is, if I wanted to invest in this area, right? Mm-hmm. And the opportunity zones help a little bit because you don't you don't pay taxes for like 10 years. That's what it is. That's serious. It yeah. is serious. Yeah. But like think about if you did, right? Think about if you're you're paying 20 30% in taxes, that's before repairs, that's before any initial um, investments you know, that makes it so hard for you to want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you add on top of that, the restrictions, you know, you should be incentivized. Like you keep the rent below this amount. Uh, you keep it up to this standard, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't pay taxes or something like that. But when the incentives are off, like we've just been talking about, it makes it so, it doesn't look attractive.
0: Yeah. Because really the people that are going to be, making these areas better, unfortunately, are probably not the people in them because they just don't have enough capital to exactly. make that big. That's a big investment. If you're talking about multiple homes, you know, maybe multifamily homes, like those are hundreds of thousands. And especially in like places of that are really payments. bad, mm-hmm. like downtown LA projects, those are million dollar houses and they're tiny. So yeah. like the person that's going to be re- revamping these is not somebody, unfortunately, that is from that area. And they need help. Like they need, they need help. They, doing they do it. need help. And then so, yeah, so then you can't make it just uh, out of the good of your heart type thing because somebody from there would do that because it's their community. They care about it. They want to change it. And somebody not from there is doing it for the money.
2: Yeah. And it's hard to do it, to do it and manage it. Yeah. And not put two hundred thousand into this project. And never see your money back. Yeah, no one wants to then, do that. Because then
0: that, that's like a that's like a donation. That's that that is no longer a yeah. business opportunity. That is a donation to a fund to a cause, which is different. And, and you're hoping they do it well. Yeah, but then it's like a tax. You know, maybe it's a tax write off. Literally donating to a charity. Mm-hmm. Like maybe mm-hmm. maybe the one thing you could do is have a huge charity fund that gets a huge tax write off to rebuild these houses for these people. But yeah, could work. It could work. But that, that is what it's more like. and mm-hmm. like If you're trying to make it run as a business and have people still pay some sort of tax eventually, then it has to be pretty damn cheap for anybody to want to buy a house in a project and make it better or anything. Well, yeah. I don't even know if that's the goal. It seems like it almost isn't, especially if somebody owns a project house. You don't want to buy out this person for a cheap price, renovate the whole thing and sell it for triple and kick them out of their home. Yeah,
2: affordable housing. You, you, like, you kind of want to create... A lot of rentals that are affordable and that are not in a neighborhood or well when the the neighborhood has to be safe for some yeah sure that's step number one because if it's not safe nothing's gonna happen there so it's got to be safe yeah and then you know you could get into things like this and um i mean it's a very it's it's
0: what about the areas that aren't safe though like, what do you do about that? There's some areas that will maybe never be safe.
2: Well, you need, you need some way. You, yeah, something. Like, there's got to be something. Something. Yeah. That's got to be done. Yeah.
1: It's just, I feel like people are just not wanting to put forth that capital to do anything. Exactly. Yeah. So.
0: Because there's no, there's no, there's no end goal to that. There's no incentive. <laughs> yep. There's no. The whole thing seems to be a game of incentives. Yeah, for and this, the thing is, is right? too,
2: like, it's not like, um, I, I feel like a, a lot of the. Th- a lot of people think that if you just throw money at something it'll solve the problem but like no the government can't just throw money in this area and it's solve the problem like we need education we need safety we need housing it's you can't just throw up. money at it yeah. cuz that's a system and a process that makes this work you yeah. know
0: it's so, the you know. people the other thing is too the people there have to understand what the implications of what's going on are mm-hmm. like you can't just start buying people out of their homes and mm-hmm. then like like So a lot of people would argue, right, if you're going to gentrify an area, oh, well, the person got bought out of their home, so they got paid a fair price for their house. It's like, okay, well...
2: Not if they didn't know.
0: Not if they didn't know. Mm -hmm. If they didn't have a good idea of what that person was about to do and what the value was going to be, that person, an investor, would probably pay a lot more for that land than they end up paying, and that's why people do it. So like, okay, maybe you're getting a market value for your house that you see on whatever.com, but that doesn't mean that investors' plans don't match. Like especially no. if he's buying three, he or she is buying three, four five houses on the block, and like I've even seen this in Raleigh because I've been looking for apartments. Like there's areas that I know because I've been around here that aren't great or historically have not been great that have changed away from that. And the things I'm seeing right there are brand new duplex, brand new townhomes, mm. three blocks from like I think we have a Jamaica Avenue. I think we do. I have no idea, honestly. Hmm. It is. It's not great. South Saunders Street. I would, South Saunders Street's a pretty good example, I think. Mm-hmm. There's areas where it's good, like more towards center and downtown, and you go a little further, it's like, all right, this is like, you know, I don't want to be here at 12, 1 in the morning, particularly. Right, right, You know what I mean? And that's where they're starting to build, because they've run out of buildings downtown. They start, you know, that urban sprawl out to the outside, it kicks people
1: out and forces them further to the country.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it has a trickle-down effect as well, because, like, not only does that area get affected but the areas around it oh well they have all these nice ass areas property tax is going up yep If the property tax keeps going up for these people who are paying the same shit for the longest time and they're not able to afford that anymore it's causing more people to move out
2: yeah yeah and then you think about the fact that the property tax value the property taxes literally fund the schools right this is a fundamental problem <laughs> Yeah, then you get then the people
1: with less
0: money get crappier educations, and it forces them to possibly continue that trend. Exactly.
1: How many people do you think understand that concept? Not. I
0: think a lot of people that go to college understand that topic. I don't even think a lot of people that go to college understand
2: that. Really? They might know the. I think they they might might know, know,
0: but they might not fully understand the implications of of that. I would Mm. agree with you. Or care. But, but to me what I was going to argue is it doesn't matter if the people that go to college understand that topic. That's not who it's affecting.
1: Yeah. The people true. in these
0: areas probably never go to college because they hate school because it sucks. And they may even even in fights. They maybe even get like, like guns or knives or like really bad areas because they have like this horrible system that they've gotten built into of like poverty stricken, like on the streets. You know I mean? Obviously like, I think one thing that's been great is that hip hop and has become much more prevalent. Right. So you get to hear the stories of these people and like, yeah, if you're ignorant yeah. to it, you can say, "Oh, they're talking about awful things." Why would you ever listen to that music? If you're into it and you listen to what they're saying, they're not saying this stuff because they're like because they're trying to flex it necessarily. Some are for sure, yeah. Yeah. but some like Kendrick Cole, like they're talking about really rough stuff because that's what they grew up with, mm-hmm. and that's a problem to yeah. me.
2: And definitely, it's a dude, It's a shame that some of the people in hip hop right now that are that are big, yeah. because like they don't do that much justice. Really? No.
1: There
0: are some very intelligent people that know how to articulate what that problem is. Like, Mm -hmm. for me, like, I know Reason's album recently, right? There's one song called, like, Stories I Forgot. On face value, song's super hard, right? Like, it sounds hard. But then you listen, you're like, like, this dude isn't talking like he's trying to flex about this. He's talking about, like, he's trying to block out these memories that he has about shit going down. Like, people with yeah. guns in front of his face, drug deals going down, people doing hard drugs in front Said of him. That he
1: lives, he has to live through. He with. has to live through. And,
0: like, yeah. a lot of times it's your parents and your people that are close to you and, like, cousins or, I mean, heaven forbid, brother, sister, mom, dad dying because of the area that they're in. And, like, people forget that, like, it is, I, don't, I don't know it because I've never had a money problem. But, like, if you're pressed for money, think about people that are pressed for money that are really big right now. Like, somebody that has a business is going out of business. Mm. They start doing some pretty fucked up shit to mm-hmm. make sure that thing doesn't go yeah. under.
1: I mean, even, imagine if you don't have money and you have kids that need to be fed. Right. Yeah. What are you going to do to feed them?
0: And, I mean, heaven, heaven forbid, again, like, you have a drug problem that you're trying to feed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you have money problems. And you have this and this and this. And that's been pushed on you because you're trying to cope with really difficult situations you don't know how.
1: Just because of the area that you're raised in. <laughs> okay.
0: yeah. I got to take a
1: breath. <laughs>
2: No, but I mean, I
0: hate that shit. Like, that's one of the things that makes me so mad is that it's so easy to misunderstand people and where they come from, and yeah. I think that separates us so deeply, from wage gap to like possibly even racism, like just totally not understanding where 100%. those two things go.
2: Hundred percent. It's horrible. Yeah.
0: You guys go. I gotta breathe. Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I was just kind of <laughs> taking it all in.
2: Yeah.
1: Because.
2: Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, and it's it's not an easy problem to solve. Like it, it's really not, but we have to at least acknowledge that this is the problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And let's start here, you know? Yeah. But, um, if we keep getting this shit, that's just arguing about, um, like one sentence, because this one sentence, like catchphrases, like this isn't working, bro. We're not, we're not getting to the root cause. You, you can mm. say that this one, it's like, you know, what is it? Causation? No. What is it? Correlation causation? does not equal causation. Yeah. Mm. You know? So we can't keep taking a lot of these these issues as like, this is what it is. Yeah. Instead of finding out, okay, wow. Why? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to have an argument.
0: idea for the podcast. Exactly. If you're going to have Why? an argument,
1: <laughs> at least be educated to both sides of... That argument. Yeah. yeah.
0: You can't just start spitting facts yeah, on one side. You can't just come dude. to the like, table
1: with, like, no knowledge of, what you know, whatever you're talking about. Yeah. Which is what a lot of people think, I think, try to do. Yeah.
2: yeah so. And if you're going to fucking, if you're going to do that, bro, tell me how you want to go about solving this problem. Yeah. Don't but, just argue. At least argue. an idea. Like, it doesn't need to be fully fleshed out. Some
0: of these things yeah. are hard to figure out. But, like, have even half a clue. But I yeah. think the Don't key is yeah. to just
1: get exposure to certain things. You need to be educated. True. Before mm-hmm. you can even have the conversation. Yeah. So I think the basis of a lot of our problems are just lack of education.
0: Proper education at a at a standardized level. Because you can argue that college, you can take whatever class you want. You can learn a lot with college and get a lot of good opinions, but you have to choose to take the class. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that like, I feel like you could probably sub out some of these really high-level science and chemistry classes for very basic level personal finance overall like social education like our civics and economics class was a joke in high school i learned nearly nothing in that class and it was no fault of the teacher it was just like the book that they were given the thing Mm -hmm. it was like so it it didn't (laughs) get into anything Mm -hmm. that's true and it was very not personal finance it was very overall how like the economy kind of works but really watered down
1: yeah and
0: like that doesn't matter to the day-to-day person that much if you can manage your own ship then you'll probably start to figure out how the whole overall economy works but like
2: yeah you you i mean you have to be able to take care of yourself like first and foremost exactly yes you know and that goes back in everything if you like if i can't figure out how to take care of myself i can't figure out how to solve these other problems and so when you get into neighborhoods like this that's a that's you know, a problem as well is their focus on surviving. Okay. When your first thing is I need to survive and I got to do this every day. I wake up, I need to do this so I can survive. They're not thinking about how to solve all these problems. So we need to solve these problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah,
0: that's, yeah. I don't want to talk too much about how yeah. those people feel because I've never felt that. And I want to make it yeah. very clear to the people at home. I don't think anyone in this room has felt that but we tr- I think we all try to listen through avenues like hip hop through obviously education on things like YouTube and listening to people around us that maybe have been through things like that like it's really important to listen to what the people around you are telling you about their situation because they're not trying to bullshit you they're not trying to get a pity thing right like especially if these artists are singing and you know posting and doing all these things so loud that you have to listen like listen to what they're saying sometimes it's not just a hard beat and somebody rapping like yeah this is where they come from. This is why they hurt. This is why this is. There's a drug problem in hip hop and all this stuff. It's like they come from an area where there's drug problems and all this yeah. stuff, and that's normal.
2: And PTSD.
0: And literally PTSD. People sleep on that. Like, oh, what there was. There's actually a song now called PTSD, right? With like G Erbo yeah, and like a couple, and like a
1: couple other people, yeah. And
0: Juice World, you yeah. know,
2: RIP. <laughs> like, bro, you know that song? Um, it's got J Rock and uh, Cole. O S O M or something. Yes, or something. out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yes, that's that's everything. Cole's verse in that. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to that verse. Like if if you haven't heard, it, out of sight, out of mind. O S. Have you heard O S O M? Yeah. Listen Bro. to that song. He's got a lot of good songs in that.
1: He's got one called Broke Plus and Minus. Yeah. Oh,
2: that album was really good. Yeah, that it was really, great. Um, it was well done.
1: Talking about like speaking on problems, it's just yeah.
2: There's a
0: lot of them, especially in the really deep projects. Fortunately, I don't think Raleigh. I mean, we definitely have projects, but not on the level of somewhere like Compton. Yeah, they've, they've
2: moved. That's all. I mean. <laughs> yes, moved they have moved. To Durham. To Durham. To Durham. And out, mean,
0: out in the country. There are definitely some towns out in the country that are not. Dude, rural areas? Rural areas. Get are, shit on. Yeah. Badly. Like, especially. Bad. In the, th- that That one, I think, at least in North Carolina, spans many races. Like, you talk to a trailer park, you got white black like hispanic and many other cultures all in one in like low income areas it's not like that is a fact it's not like it only affects one race in that area like Mm -hmm. it's because you don't have capital education and 16 other things you need and then you start doing hard-ass drugs
2: you know what i mean because
0: you have no other options
2: that is why something like make america great again the phrase yes worked because these people know yeah and look at where he was winning rural areas because they felt like it was yeah not as good as it could be yeah which is
0: pretty interesting because i don't know it it definitely seems like campaign things like that are easy to pass by people that maybe aren't as educated and then what ends up actually happening throughout the course of that is that you know you end up benefiting a lot of corporate areas and then Mm. Like really, how much does something like that help someone in that position? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because
1: even if you break down that phrase, uh, what time period are you referring to? (laughs) Yeah, there's no set like
0: where when when was great because there were a lot of bad things then too. Like, uh, I I, I mean, I think we all knew it was like some sort of economic thing he was trying to pose. But Mm -hmm. anyway, aside from that, (laughs) like these these issues are are things that I think government can help with but it's also really difficult to make the exact right choice sometimes mm.
2: and a lot of it comes down to kind of the the,
0: the private sector
2: so so yeah i mean um we, t- that was, we that touched that was on, heavy. That, that was, was a packed, packed, very that heavy that was from episode. the heart but i thought it was good um and i think i i want to end it here uh you know a lot of this, like we said before, we're obviously looking for... Uh, here, we're looking to start these conversations and we're looking for solutions. Yeah. Safe to say. So, you know, have these conversations and also realize that it starts with you as an individual. Because you can affect change as well. Even if that's just having a simple conversation. We keep having these conversations. They make their way to someone that can do something about it. You know, I I read this quote one time, and, and he said, um, "We need a we need visionaries of means." You know, so take responsibility, focus on getting your shit right, and then we can get everybody's shit right. So, yeah. with yeah. that, I think we can wrap up this episode of Wise Talk. Absolutely. You want yeah. you want to take us out with all where they could find us and yeah my
0: usual spiel alright so you can find us at wise talk on any podcast that you could ever any podcast app that you could ever want to find us on Uh, more recently we're getting into YouTube so most of our episodes will end up having full video some of these episodes maybe won't uh, on more casual nights but um, yeah you can find us anywhere wise talk W-H-Y-S-T-A-L-K
2: on YouTube would be wise media W-H-Y-S-M-E-D-I-A yeah and if you've um, listened this far thank you so much uh leave us a message and please share the podcast let's get the word out let's have these conversations yeah thank you thanks everybody thanks